Bet you thought I wasn't here. Tom Kearney on WPTF. Tom Kearney show for Friday night. It's, let's see, May 14th. We're here every night, Monday through Friday, with a little bit of live and in real time radio between 9 and 10 each night. And we ask you to join us whenever you can. Uh, we have serious business during the week. We've had, for instance, we talked the economy with Dr. Walden earlier this week. And we talked a little bit about uh, Apple products. Uh, Computers and so on, and uh, the uh, the gas crisis and the participation of uh, the uh, hackers in that, and how that may have happened with Bob Chandler of McVantage. When we can, and that's most Friday nights, we play trivia to sort of unlax a little bit. Uh, that's my word for relax a little bit to memorialize one thing, that is we made it through another week and we're glad to be here, and two, because the weekend begins and we're supposed to have a pretty nice weekend. So, uh, uh, it, it was a good night to, to relax and play some trivia. And my producer just asked me what kind of trivia we were going to have tonight, and I said potpourri, and that's because there's a little bit of something for everybody. And so uh, if we choose one topic, it may be something you don't like, and you you will be unhappy. And But we don't want you to detune. We want you to stay at AM 680 or FM 98.5. That's WPTF. The phone number. If you want to answer one of our trivia questions, it's 919-860-9783. 860-9783-860-WPTF is what it works out to be, because if you convert the, the numbers to letters and you have letters on your telephone, you can dial it up that way. We have only one rule, and that is you can't look the answer up. It's an honor thing, and we, we think... Uh, most people who listen to us are honest, so we get along pretty well on that. But you can't look it up. You cannot use your handheld device or your PC or your Mac or even a, an almanac of the old classic variety of book off the shelf. you got to pretend like you're on a desert island. It's just you there, and you've got to answer the question. Now, there is one way you can get some help, and that is from another living human being. So if somebody's helping you wash the dishes or work in the workshop or riding with you in the car and they know the answer, they can whisper it in your ear. 919-860-9783. Last week, we uh, asked about state mottos. North Carolina's motto. I'm going to tell you North Carolina's motto. No, I'm not going to tell you that. I think I'll reserve that. But I'm going to tell you the mottos of three states that I picked out because they are single-word mottos, and I want you to tell me what states they represent. What 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 states are these the motto of? One is hope, one word. The one word is hope. Two, excelsior. That's a nice one. What state is that? And three is eureka. Now, you'll if you if you call and you can only get one of them, that's all right. Somebody else will call and get the second or third one. But don't be afraid to call because of that, and don't be afraid to take an educated guess. So we've got three state mottos, Hope, Excelsior, and Eureka. And tell me the states that they are the mottos of. Now we will ask you 
what North Carolina's motto is. A different question there. We've got a different question. Start with the North Carolina's motto, and then tell us of the, some of the symbols of the state. What is the official state bird? I look out my window in the morning and see them out there. What is the state bird of North Carolina? What is the state flower? And what is the state tree? If you're a native North Carolinian, you should know those. You probably learned them in school. If you're not, uh, if you're a new new resident, it's time for you to learn about your new home and some of the symbols. So it's uh, what we want to know is the state bird, the state flower, and the state tree. And you can start off by naming the state motto of North Carolina. North Carolina, I'll give you a couple of things. North Carolina is often called the Tar Heel State. That's sort of a motto. And the other name that goes way back to at the beginning is the Old North State, that being North because there is a South Carolina, but it's the Old North. Okay? That, that's a freebie. That's a giveaway. That was the answer to a question, but we're not going to ask you the question. We're not going to give you that. So there, there's a, there are some questions for you. Uh, we're going to ask some questions uh, about, uh, well, uh, let's see I, what, what my categories are going to be here tonight. Uh, I've got to see if I can find my capitals. Capitals? No, no. Women. Capitals will come next, but women, well, after this, but women go first. There have been 71, I, I'm told, secretaries of state of the United States of America. Secretary of state's a pretty important person because it's the, the, the top-ranking secretary in the cabinet. And uh, it, uh, if you go through the order of succession, uh, president, vice president, if something happens to the president, the vice president becomes president. If something happens to the vice president, the speaker of the house becomes president. If something happens to the speaker of house, the president pro tempore of the Senate becomes president. And then you start on the cabinet, secretary of state, etc. I think secretary of treasury, something like that. There's a list of, of the order in which we would go through those. So the Secretary of State is about fourth or fifth in line to become President of the United States. And of course, one of the fun stories they have when they have the State of the Union address and the joint meetings of Congress and things is that there is always they always choose one of these people who has a high official position and is, is, is in line to become the President of the United States. In case something should happen to all of them, this one does not go to the to the to the joint meeting of Congress does not go hear the president's speech. That one person goes somewhere else with a bunch of Secret Service guys, and and uh, and you are not told where that person is. So that there will be one left for sure if anything goes wrong. But what I want to know is 71 secretaries of state. There have only been three women secretaries of state, and they have all been in the last 30 years, more recently. What I want to know is. Who are those three women? Some of you ladies ought to do your feminist bit and get this. Who are the three women who have been Secretary of State from the beginning until about 1989 or 1990? Somewhere in there, there was, um, maybe it's 1992, uh, but it's all been since then that we've had three women Secretaries of State. I want to know who they are. And just to kind of put a little frosting on the cake, since we're talking about the Cabinet, who was the first woman, and it was not one of these secretaries of state, who was the first woman to be a member of the cabinet? Who was the first woman to be a member of the cabinet, and when was she named a member of the cabinet? What what office did she hold? I'm betting nobody gets that one, and it's had because it's actually probably pretty easy. So we've got several different questions now about mottos, 
about state symbols, about female members of the cabinet, and we're inviting you to answer those questions. Uh, and don't don't be afraid. Be, be, t- take the admonition of my Baptist friends. They always say, "Come down to the front of the church. Don't be hiding out in the cloakroom in the back." And uh, and there's nothing wrong with an educated guest. Take a shot at it. If you if you know one of them, you will eliminate that one, and somebody else can fill in the other ones. If you know all of them, you get a gold star, an imaginary gold star. Nine one nine is the area code eight six zero nine seven eight three. I hope you will queue up and be in line waiting to answer some of these questions when we come back after these messages. We're back. Time is 9.18. I'm Tom Kearney, as here every night Monday through Friday from 9 until 10 with a a little bit of uh, entertainment that edifies, that is, teaches you something too. And uh, we always try to have a little fun on Friday night and bring you serious stuff uh, during the week. Uh, We hope to have a guest on, by the way, on Monday or Tuesday to talk about the state's uh, historic sites, and that'll be a lot of fun. And Barry Porter of the American Red Cross will be here next week too to talk about uh, the preparations for the upcoming hurricane season. I am told that Todd, who we hadn't heard from lately, is on the line. Todd, good evening. You're on WPTF. Good evening, Tom. How are you? I'm fine. I'm betting you're going to tell us the state bird and the state flower. Well, I was going to do that, but I figured I would tackle the question about the three uh, women who have been Secretary of State. Ah, good, good. Uh, I, I was wondering if anybody... That's, I can't decide whether that question is easy or hard, but in any event, it took took a long time, uh, really 200 years to get the first one, but uh, we've had three since then. And uh, So why don't you take a shot at the three? All right. Uh, the three are Madeleine Albright, Condoleezza Rice, and Hillary Clinton. Exactly. Madeleine Albright was the first one, and I think she was for uh, Bill Clinton, I believe. Right. And Miss Rice... Doctor, I think she's Doctor Rice. As a matter of fact, was during the second term of George W. and uh, and Hillary was the the uh, Secretary of State during the first Obama administration, I believe. But you did good, excellent. Well, thank you. Uh, I really don't have any gold stars, but uh, but you can kind of walk with a little extra pride, okay? <laughs> oh, I appreciate that, Tom. <laughs> Well, I don't have any prizes. I'm doing the best I can. Thank well, you, that, Todd. That's fine with me. Like I said, just, it's a prize for me to be able to talk to you whenever I uh, call in. So it's it's been fun all these years we've been doing it. Yeah, and, it's, and I, I have uh, so many radio friends. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad that we're still talking to each other. And uh, it's not going to go on forever, but as long as it goes on, we, we, will, we will be friends. Who knows? We may be friends after that too, for all I know. But anyway, well, that's the thing about it, Tom. Just like in professional wrestling, we just we make a great tag team. There you go, and you you're also a good uh, first caller, a seed caller, I think is what we call him. Because and and right behind you is your compadre Anthony, who lives in the same general direction you do, and we're going to go talk to him now. Okay. All right. Well, I'll say hello to Anthony, and I'll say goodbye to everybody else. Okay. Thanks, Todd. Take care, Tom. Uh, we really are radio friends. Never laid eyes on him, but, but we know each other, and uh, uh, we pretty much count on him. We can count on this guy. He he's not been with us as long as Todd has been, but he 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 knows some stuff, so he's he's okay. Anthony, how are you tonight? I'm doing fine, as they say in the wrestling world. Here's your winner, the Tom Kearney Show. 
<laughs> you know, we I used to have a, a guy who was a board operator who had, he was a big guy, and he, he had, uh, sadly, he died young. But he wanted to be a wrestler, and it didn't work out, so he wanted to become the announcer then. You know, well, it's time to rumble, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And uh, I ran, he ran the board for him one morning. That was my gift. It was my wedding present to him. He got married in the Studio B at, uh, on the radio, on the, on the air. This was, wow. I don't know, an, an interesting, uh, uh, well, I have to tell that story one night. Uh, but anyway, uh, he, he did some interesting things. And he was from, I think he was from near Punxsutawney, you know, the place where the, the, the rodent is uh, up in Pennsylvania. Right. Do, do you know an answer tonight? Yes, I do. I'm going with the uh, first woman who served in the cabinet. That was Frances Perkins. Secretary right. of her under some guy named Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Indeed she was, and I think she served for the whole, he was in the office, you know, a little over three terms. He was elected for a fourth, but he only served about a month of it. But I think he was in. she was in office. She may have actually served out her time with Mr. Truman, too, but she she was put into office in 1933 and was still there when Mr. Roosevelt died. And, but she was the very first, and... Uh, so you you get your gold star tonight too. That's that's excellent. Uh, I wasn't sure anybody would get those, but I thought we need to do a little gender history here. Yeah, I've well, taught uh, American history, so that name popped up a lot of times. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, I think yeah. she was she was interested in uh, politics and, and and improvement of conditions for workers and things like that, and that made her an appropriate person for Roosevelt to nominate. And of course, those were tough times in the 30s for labor because a lot of people were out of work. I think about 25% of the population, the working population, was unemployed when Roosevelt took office. But anyway, she stayed in there and worked through all the the strikes and the the stuff with the United Auto Workers and so on in the late 30s. Well, not time for a history lesson tonight. Yeah, FDR's uh, major issue of changing offices was his vice president. He had uh, John Nance Garner Henry Wallace and then uh, Harry Truman. So, well, those... I, you know, I had that as a question one night. Were you the one who answered it? Uh, oh uh, man, I'm sorry, I blew that for somebody. No, no, no. Well, I had it for one night, you know, three or four months ago. Okay. Oh, okay. Was, yeah, John. Vice, John Nance Garner served two terms. Where was he Henry from? Henry Wallace did one term, and then Harry Truman was there when uh, Roosevelt died in uh, April of '45. Where was where was John Nance Garner was? From. Oh Lord, he's famous for that. From I want to say that. I'm going to give a guess at Texas. You're right, Texas. Uh, one more, and then uh, I got to go. Okay, Henry Wallace. Where was he from? You know that one. I can't tell you. He's from Iowa, I think, and I think he'd been Secretary of Agriculture. But one of his children was active in politics after him too, and so on. But uh, well, I do know event, that Truman was from the great state of Missouri. He was he was from the Show Me State, as they say. And, right. Uh, thank you, Anthony. Take care. All right. Okay. Have a good weekend, Tom. Stay cool. Stay warm. Whatever it is. Which, whatever it is, you're right. Yes, sir. That's Bye. Anthony from Bye. Broadway. And if you don't know where Broadway is, get yourself a map out or go to your computer and look it up. Uh, it's actually uh, near uh, our friends down in Sanford, North Carolina. But that's the way to learn geography. I didn't mean to be nasty about that. I, didn't intend that, but it's a good way to learn. If you don't know the answer to something, uh, go and look it up. Always 
That's what's kept me out of trouble most of my life. So there we are. We've answered those questions. We have not answered the questions about uh, the uh, state of North Carolina and its various symbols, the bird, uh, the flower, the tree, what it's, uh, I think we gave you the, uh, the motto. I have asked about the mottos. I've given you the mottos of three states, and you haven't told me the states. One of them is Eureka. You ought to get that one. It's a natural. Excelsior, maybe so, and Hope. Those are three states. One word, mottos, and I would like to see. And don't look it up. Remember, you can't look it up. Okay? By the way, the North Carolina flag it will be the, probably the last question we have about North Carolina symbols. But there are two dates on the North Carolina flag. I think I've asked this before, but it, if you if you answer it then, don't answer it this time. Let somebody else get it. There are two dates on the North Carolina state flag. What are they? the dates of? What do they stand for? Okay, there we go. How about some European capitals? How about some European capitals? I'm going to give you capitals of three countries, and I would like for you to tell me what the countries are. Oh, one of them is uh, Madrid. One of them is uh, Copenhagen. And one of them is Sofia. What are, what are those countries the capital of? I thought about this one tonight. I picked up this question. Three, three, three capitals. Tell us the three countries. Because the, the final question on Jeopardy tonight had to do with the capital, the westernmost capital uh, on the mainland of Asia. Not Europe, but Asia. And uh, that, was, that was, I thought, a good question. So if you know the answer to any one of those, give us a call at 919-860-9783. We'll see if I can pick out something else. Now, we've got some North Carolina questions. We've got some some, some Capitals questions. We've got uh, the Secretaries of State. The last three or four weeks, we've been featuring uh, quotations from movies, and that gives us, I love quotations, number one, and that gives us a way to touch on, on movies, too. So... I'm going to pick out three, and I want you to tell me what they are, what movie they are from, what movie they are from. A lot of people go to movies, okay? Of all the joints and all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. What movie did that come from, okay? And uh, here's Johnny, and that's not the TV program now. That's from a movie. They're They're copying the TV program movie that came out in 1980. It was really popular. Okay? And let's pick out a third one here. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. The movie came out in 1976. Tell me the movie. That's three now. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. You could be saying this in 1976, and a lot of years after that, too. Of all the gin joints and all the towns and all the world, she walks into mine. And there's one. And here's Johnny. Okay, there's, there are some questions for us. Uh, we are going to ask you to give us a call at 919-860-9783 and uh, 919-860-WPTF. We're going to take a break for news here in just a couple of seconds, and that will give you a good time to queue up, which is to say get in line. Uh, on WPTF, this is the Tom Kearney Show, the Friday night version, which is the trivia version, and we'll be back after we check the news. Whoa, we're back. Tom Kearney Show on WPTF on a uh, Friday night. It's May 14th. We have a nice weekend coming up, and this is this is our salute to the week that we've just gone through and the fact that 
the gas thing didn't last any longer than it did, and that we'll be able to fill up and take a nice sunny drive. Uh, Monday night uh, coming up, I, I think I told you, either Monday or Tuesday night, I hope we're going to have somebody from the state historic sites. And I love to talk about North Carolina's historic sites. Being a former history teacher, it's a good thing, good place to go. It's a, a good vacation. You can do a good staycation, I think is what they call it. And uh, so we're going to talk about that early in the week. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, the Red Cross. Barry Porter, the director of the Red Cross in the eastern part of North Carolina, will talk about how they prepare for the hurricane season and things that you ought to be getting ready for because the the promise we had uh, Nick Petro on last night uh, is that we're going to have a few more storms than we've, well, it's going to be a busy season and maybe more than last year now. We didn't have a lot in North Carolina last year, but they had a lot in Louisiana, and one never knows where they're going to end up. In any event, that's what's going on. I think uh, I have to go back to the telephone now. And let me say to Brittany, did did, 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 the, did the caller return? Is that what I'm meant to understand? Yes, they did. I have Henry from Raleigh, and then uh, Dale will be after him. All right. Henry, how are you tonight? Fine. Fine, Tom. Um, hope you are. I am fine. I've just it was a really pretty day, and I got the work I needed to get done. And, uh, well, I not only caught up, I got slightly ahead for a few seconds, but... Uh, Kind of like a horse. Yeah, Remember, the Preakness is tomorrow, by the way. So <laughs> That's right, at 5 p.m. If I, actually, they probably will not open the gates until about 6.45, but uh, that's probably when it comes on TV. I, any event, uh, if it, uh, the race course in, I think it's in Baltimore or somewhere near Baltimore, uh, they'll be running the run for the Black-Eyed Susans. Which question are you going to answer tonight? Uh, let, me, let me shoot at the uh, European capital, okay? Um, Madrid, um, that is Spain. Good. Copenhagen is Denmark. Let me ask you a question before you go on now. I was talking to my producer, and I mentioned somebody, and I want to see if you know who Hans Christian Andersen was. He was a writer, a Danish writer. Right. When I was young, they made a movie about him that uh, I'm trying to remember. Danny Kaye was in, and it was very popular, and and, there's a uh, a lot of good music, beautiful, beautiful Copenhagen city by the sea, and so on. And it's kind of stuck. I was about when I was about ten years old, but I can tell it worked because it's stuck in my head. And Brittany and I agreed that well, among our favorite stories is one called "The Emperor's New Clothes." So if oh, you have yeah. read, yeah, you've read that probably. Oh yes, as a kid in school, elementary yeah. school, uh, he was he was mostly I'd call him a fairy tale writer, wouldn't you? Yeah, I think it borders on fairy tales, exactly. But it's serious fairy tales. Oh, yeah. The message of the Emperor's New Clothes is, uh, well, I won't say what the message is, but uh, (laughs) you can can succumb to manipulation if you don't watch out. uh, But in any event, so you're going to talk about, you've got one capital left. Now, see if you can get this one right. Okay. The city was Sophia. And right. this is a, a guess because I didn't really realize this nation still existed, but I think it's Bulgaria. It, it does still exist, as a matter of fact. There is one nation in that part of the world that does not exist in its other form, and I think you're thinking about Yugoslavia, but uh, it's in pieces now. But, but it was in pieces. It was put together, and then it's, it fell apart uh, when the when the wall came down and, the, and communism drew back. But in any event... Now, I'm, I'm going to give you a test. You, you're one of the persons. I would like to have a little fun with this. 
if you were in Sophia today, you would be trying to read the signs, and they would be in a different alphabet from the Latin alphabet. Do you know what the name of the other alphabet is? All right. The only two that I know other than the Latin alphabet are um, um, <clears throat> Cyrillic and Greek. Well, Cyrillic is, is the answer to the question. Saint, Saint Cyril uh, was who it was named for, and one of the things when the, the countries adopted their own alphabets, but but the adoption sort of separated them from each other, and it meant that there was going to be a line over there somewhere where the communication would become difficult because they had completely different alphabets, and and uh, uh, Bulgaria and, and some of the other countries, Russia, for instance, were on the on the other side of the line, and that, that slowed down communication and, and connection of civilizations. And I'm going to quit showing off now and, and go away. But thank well, you for I enjoyed, I enjoyed hearing about that. And um, was my answer Bulgaria correct? It, it is. I'm sorry. Yes, it is. Yeah. Wonderful. It's, That's great. That makes me feel better. Yeah. It was the odd one, but I knew that, that uh, the other ones were, were fairly easy. But uh, yes, and it was good to talk to you about Hans Christian Anderson and the Cyrillic alphabet and so on. But, oh, my uh, join... pleasure, Tom. Thank you, and you have a good night. Okay, you take care. That's a relatively new member of our radio family, but I'm a member just the same. The only thing, qualification you have to have, have to be a member is to be able to push those buttons and dial 919-860-9783. And one of the oldest members, along he's not old, he's been a member a long time. It's Dale from Benson. Dale, how are you? Good evening, Tom. Yeah, I am getting on up there, so you're kind of right in what you're saying. <laughs> well, but the thing is, you'll always be behind me. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. What What do you know tonight? Uh, well, uh, I'll go with your two of your uh, two of your three uh, movie trivia questions. Okay. Uh, first it. one was uh, Bogey with uh, Casablanca. Right. And the second one was uh, Jack Nicholson with The Shining. Right, that's that's good. And a, a little piece of extra trivia is that uh, in ninth, about to the year 2000, the turn of the century, the American Film Institute uh, realized that the film industry was about a little about a hundred years old. And so they took all these surveys, and one of the ones they took were the 100 greatest quotations from the movies, you know, between 1900 and 2000. And the movie that had the most was Casablanca. It had eight quotations. But you didn't get the other one. Yeah, I don't know that one. Well, the I'm movie... blank on that one. Like I said, you know, said to you before, my watching movies, uh, it's... It's 1976. Uh, once, in a, once in a while I'll catch something, but it's not very often. Well, now, now I'm, let me do about a 30-second sell on you, and then I'll go away. Uh, okay. <laughs> this movie came out in 1976, and it had William... In fact, one time I realized that most of the movies that I really liked had William Holden in them. William Holden is in it, and Faye Dunaway okay. is in it, and it is a it is a, a really good movie in that the, the, the producer-director said, actually, this movie is not a movie, it's reportage. You know, it's like, it's almost so valid that it's like the news, okay? And the movie is called Network. I was going to say Network. I was going to take a stab at that. That's it. Yeah, and it's if you have never seen that movie, it will. Uh, it's really not become kind of timeless. It it applies to today just as it much as much as it did then. But uh, anybody who hadn't watched it, uh, if you get a chance, watch it. Uh, I like William Holden anyway. I, I love him in uh, Style of Seventeen. 
I did, and in uh, Sunset Boulevard. How about that? Yeah, I've seen that too. And the Bridge on the River Kwai. That too. That? <laughs> I've that, seen I've seen a couple of these. Like I said, I like William Holden. So and, and there's a movie. I think he's in this one with Judy Holliday called Born Yesterday. Okay, now that one and I'm that, not familiar with. Well, that that's uh, she died. She got cancer and died young, and so uh, we we didn't have the full benefit. But she was was pretty good. Uh, and Broderick Crawford is in that movie too. Right. But anyway, there we go. Thank you so much for joining us, and oh, take my care pleasure. of yourself. As always. It's always good to hear from you, okay? Good talking with you, Tom. Have a good weekend. You too. Dale in Vincent, and this is Tom Kearney on the uh, Friday night version of the Tom Kearney Show on WPTF. I've got to see if I can find my clock here. We need to, uh, I, I need, what I need to do is to crank this thing up here, and before we take a break, we are, we have a pretty good hockey team out there, and I thought we ought to at least pay a little homage to that, so... Uh, and we've done this before, but I'm going to name uh, three uh, cities in the National Hockey League, and uh, let's see. You can this will give you something to work on uh, if you can tell me uh, what their hockey teams are. If I can get my com- my computer to work right, and so on. What is the the nickname of the Toronto team? You know, Carolina Hurricanes. Hurricanes is the nickname. Toronto. Fill in the blank. What is the bank? What is the, the Toronto team? What, one of the older teams. What is the nickname of the St. Louis team? And what is the nickname of the Chicago team in the National Hockey League? Our team, of course, is the Carolina Hurricanes. Chicago, St. Louis, and Toronto. 919-860-9783. We'll be back. WPTF, let's see what time it is here. It's 9.48, and we've got about eight minutes left in the program. Time for you to dial 919-860-9783 and ask for, answer one of our trivia questions. I gave you the uh, names of uh, five cities, that uh, four cities, actually, that are in the National Hockey League. Our Hurricanes are, are in the playoffs. They're, they could have a chance to win the Stanley Cup again in my time. They have been in one Stanley Cup and didn't win, and then they were in one, I think, 2006, and they won it. And that was wonderful. But in any event, and maybe they were in another one, but I know they were in those two. And uh, But in any event, uh, I want to know what the nickname, uh, Carolina is the Hurricanes now. Okay, Toronto is, fill in the blank. What St. Louis is, fill in the blank. Okay, Chicago is. Those are the ones we're looking for, 919 Eight six zero nine seven eight three, and that'll be a little homage to the National Hockey League and to our team's prominence in it. Uh, I ask you about uh, the state of North Carolina to name the symbols of the state of North Carolina. Uh, what is the bird? What is the uh, flower? What is the tree? And I think I also ask you about the flag. Now we gave you the the. Uh, Motto, which is Essequam Wideri, which is my favorite. I think if I of all the mottos of all the states, that's my favorite. It's not just because it's North Carolina, because it's really a, something that's good if it is true, and that is to to be rather than to seem. Tom, I have someone who wants to take a stab at it. When you have a chance, I have Bill and Raleigh. Bill from Raleigh. Okay, well we'll do that. There's no need to listen to me palaver. I was just running over the questions, hoping to drum up a person just like Bill. Good evening, Bill. Hey, good evening. It's actually Phil. I uh, probably uh, was too quick in my pronunciation there. <laughs> I'm sorry, what did you say? 
Yeah, I said it's actually Phil, P-H-I-L, Phil. Phil, like yeah. as in Philip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I like to. Re- I it, it, in any case, I usually like to. Re- I guess it's being in the communications business, and you realize that the instruments, how good the electronics are, don't always re- pre- reproduce it. I always like to say things back to people, and sometimes they think I'm insulting them or something, but just to make sure I heard it right, you know, that's all. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to give a a, a, a shout-out last night. I am one of the co-workers of Nick Petro, and uh, I uh, heard your show last night. I thought that was a very informative show, and a great job as always, Tom. Uh, are you a forecaster? Yeah, one of the uh, lead forecasters uh, at the uh, weather office in Raleigh. Well, I've you know something I I mentioned this to one of your colleagues uh, recently who was on with us during a snowy or not a snowy a bad weather night. Sometimes when we come on at nine, that's something we can do because we're live. Is we we call up and say you know can somebody talk and and they say you're sure you know and we get get the up to date report and that it would be good uh, to have some other representatives because most of the forecasters have other specialties and so on and. And we hear your names, and we don't know Michael Moneypenny. I'm sure you knew him. Maybe you knew him. Was was a sometime guest on our show too. And yeah, over the years, yeah. Over the years, he I'm was using, the um, hydrologist, hydrologist. Uh, and also a meteorologist. Yeah. So uh, right. yeah, it is interesting. We do all have kind of our specialties uh, that we can, uh, you know, kind of help answer some questions at times. Yeah. Well, I just yeah, what what is your specialty, and then we'll. We'll see what question you want to deal with. Maybe you've already well, mine. That. Yeah, mine is more like winter weather. Uh, you know, forecasting the different uh, precipitation types and uh, you know that sort of thing. Cold air damming. You know, you're familiar with that. Uh, being in North Carolina all these years, so like uh, Rod Gonski and uh, some of the other forecasters. Well, Rod is a frequent guest too. He sort of uh, he doesn't alternate, but he. He retired, you know, and went into private industry, yeah. and I, I frankly liked him so much as a person and as a forecaster that I asked him to stay on, and darn if he didn't do it. He comes uh, three or four times, five times a year now, and we've talked about cold weather uh, damming, as in I discovered that a lot of our coldness and stuff spills down east of the mountains rather than crossing over the mountains, if you know what I mean, and I think that's... Maybe kind yeah, of like yeah. We're and about. Rod, uh, I was going to say, was my mentor, um, and so um, yeah, we really miss Rod. But uh, you know, it is great to be able to hear him, uh, you know, out in the community like he is. Yeah, well, he he was on, in fact, last week, not this week, but last week, and we talked a lot about um, the drought. As, as a matter of fact, we we yeah. we usually don't talk as specifically, you know, currently as we do with with. Uh, Nick, but uh, rather sort of explore some of the philosophical and larger aspects of things. And I'm probably wasting your time, and I've got to probably waste no. my time too. I've got to figure <laughs> yeah. out. Where, I'll, I, we'll be it'll be ten thirty, and I'll re- realize I I've run over my schedule <laughs> here. But but which question were you going to answer, just so we get that in? Well, let's see. I'll try the uh, let's see the uh, her, the National Hockey League question. Okay, that's good. That's good. And let's see, I think you mentioned, uh, so the Carolina Hurricanes, and then there's the Chicago Blackhawks. Blackhawks, right. And let's see, I believe the St. Was it St. Louis? That would be right. the Blues. The Blues. It, isn't, it really I, blue, isn't it really Blue Jackets, but they've shortened it to Blues or something like that? I, yeah, I, I think that one. It, what is that, Columbus maybe? And maybe they changed it to Jackets instead of just yeah. Blue Jackets. I'm not really sure of it. 
Right, and the other team has been around so long that they probably skated their first matches on, you know, on natural. You know, I don't, I'm just yeah. kidding, but Toronto is Toronto, and Montreal. Well, that's are, the, uh, I believe the Maple Leafs or the Leafs. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And so I'm going to ask you a question. It doesn't have anything to do with this, but I, I, I loaded it up tonight, and I've got to watch my clock here. I've got, we've got about a minute and a half left before I have to be out of here. But I, I wish you'd called earlier. We could have. I enjoy I enjoy talking, and that's why I like hey, to well, do this. Hey, well, any time, and uh, I was telling Nick the other day, I, you know, I live in the neighborhood, actually, and I keep precipitation records over there uh, in Brentwood. So uh, I'm just, like, right around the corner. So uh, any time, I'd be, I'd be glad to stop by and, uh, well, and talk. Well, my, my problem with that, and I'm glad to know that, but my problem is that I'm working from home, and I live near Cameron Village now. Okay. So, wow. But I do it on the phone. But I used to go in. But I, last year I broke my leg, and combined with the COVID oh. virus, uh, I've been staying out of the building. And, and yeah, so I understand and, uh, that. But uh, L. Frank Baum wrote a famous work. Do you know what it was? That's my my odd question tonight. Boy, that's a tough one. B a u m. B a u m. Frank Baum, and you probably, it's, it was made into a movie, it was a book, it made into a movie, one of the most popular movies. I'm just using you as a foil, and I, I yeah. appreciate it. Tell me your name again, <laughs> so I'll know. What is your name? Philip? Yeah. What's your last name? Philip. My, na- my name is Phil Badgett, B-A-D-G-E-T-T. I have probably seen it. I get those emergent, you know, those releases that you send out, you know, yeah. updates and everything. Well, I have just time enough to say that Frank Baum wrote The Wizard of Oz. So, uh, oh, I, I would, I, I don't know if I would have guessed that one correctly. Probably not. Philip, it's been so nice meeting you and talking to you, and I hope we can talk again sometime. Okay? All right, take care. Thank you. Thanks, Phil. Bye.